Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Metra, you see, in the back of the room, an invisible creature. Invisible enemies attack the heroes. It's the craziest looking creature that you did not expect to see in this castle. Its body looks to be completely made of iron or metal. Oh, uh, it's got a shapely no. feminine form to it. And as Joe mentioned, its wrists are pierced by chains that end in curved blades. It looks like a fucking robot. Putting the Deathbringer in a desperate position. But first, it will attempt a free grab with its juicy claw. I think I got you, buddy. 38 against CMD. CMD 37. Yikes! A risky magical maneuver may have bought them time. I'll be right back. I need to go get Delgriff. <laughs> uh, she will back up 30 feet, and then she will enact her Shadow Well ability. Assuming Delgriff is willing to, to leave. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just want to make sure. <laughs> but their new opponent is far from beaten. It is Shiny Woman's turn. I bet it is. Hold me closer, Shiny Woman. Watch me kill all of your friends. <laughs> the adventure continues. How cool is this? Didn't I tell you? Expect the unexpected in book six. No. Is there anything better than a fresh new recording? <laughs> I don't think there is. Wow. Yep. The original quartering is pretty good, usually. But it's okay, but sometimes you have to go back. Once you go back, recorder it. Do it again, recorder it. I'm more of a measure twice, quarter once type of guy. Well, that's just smart. Yeah. That's just smart. That's uh, Carpentry 101. Joe, are you still angry from last week? Be honest. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were pretty, pretty fired up. Let me ask you this. Are you mad? I know you're mad for a lot of reasons. You, do you feel like you just get yourselves in these situations all the time where it's just like, everybody gave him Delgrith? Or was it the, just that failed role when you wanted to do something cool and became staggered again? Uh, the latter. The oh, latter. Yeah, no, I mean, you expect to get into those situations as a rogue. But the, I have every ability to get out of those situations. But every single role mine and yours like nine different roles had to stack up to keep me there right. i had every ability to get out of there with a better than 50 50 chance uh and you know you put yourself at a whole ton of risk going in early and, and that's all fine but i was really excited about my potion and i just was already like basking in the hilarity of what was going to go down and your reactions and the, I don't know, probably rule complaints, but it was going to be spicy. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you just get freaking staggered, which is the worst condition. It just, it's just like eliminate creativity immediately. That's yeah. what it is. It cuts you to one action. Paralyzes so, is worse, but staggers bad. Yeah. Paralyzes is just like, you know, Go oh, get a drink. Yeah, Enjoy the rest leave. of the episode while your friends play. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, staggered. It just, it's, you know, it's just painful. It's like you, if I could just get this potion and do this thing, that would be really fun. But it's like, you got to pull it out and you got to drink it. Like those two things. It doesn't seem like it should be so odorous. <laughs> 
and 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 I mean, failing the save is like I'll take the con damage. You know what I mean? Like, sure, almost kill me. Sure, HP damage. All, but it's just limiting playing, limiting play. Yeah. It sucks. Three actions uh, in Pathfinder Two E makes it a little bit more palatable. Action, action, action. You drank it. You got it out. Right. You do kind of a little fun stuff every round uh, a bit. Um, yeah, so that was the thing that frustrated me the most. Uh, but yeah, I mean, thank you. I was looking at it afterwards. Thank you, Stone Skin. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah. It's gone now, right? Uh, nope, I've got 10 points left. Wow. Uh, I took... You have been dead three times over. I would be permanently dead were it not for Stone Skin. I, it, it mitigated 110 points oh, of man. damage. That means <laughs> I was hit. By 11 separate attacks <laughs> in two rounds. Well, what? Of some combat. of those were constricts. Yeah, some Three of those rounds. were constricts. Yeah, but they're separate attacks. Yeah. Really? They're separate damage rolls, at least. Uh, was, at least how we rolled them. I was really going back and forth about having that Pisco come after you. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you didn't. You know, I, I, I started to. I said I took a five foot step, and then I was like, eh, I'm going to go after Baron. I just want to. Well, I was tossing around. Take you out. Or and then whittle down the others, or see if I can just get a little. Uh, I knew I only had like three or four hit points left, so I just wanted to see if I could get get into Baron's HP a little bit, start mm-hmm. to weaken him up, maybe even grab him, kind of take him out of the fight as well. That would be fun because I don't think Baron but has the escape artist you do. You forgot of the Burger Constant, which is when it, uh, Grant <laughs> rolls a twenty. I know, I know. The that O'Brien was... Constant was in effect, which is roll threes and get have only fifteens or higher rolled against you. Right. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> were you extra angry, though, because these were medium-sized creatures? I feel like in some degree, even though your character is a recommended archetype from the player's handbook to fight against giants, you were resigned at least to the fact that giants have crazy high bonuses to CMB, CMB, and you were still getting grappled by these guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, at that point, it's just the die rolls. Like, that's just so frustrating. A lot of people don't care. Matthew's never cared never about, cared once in his life he goes what? here's what matthew does he rolls a d20 and it's a failure on this really cool thing he had planned and he's just like oh fail <laughs> like i don't understand it as a human being like i don't understand how blood pumps through your veins like i don't get it <laughs> when random chance yeah. just strips away your ability to enjoy yourself i, I don't get it's it it's so funny because when you're describing i'm like that should be the reaction I know yeah, that's yeah. that's uh, normal. I guess. Yeah, I think that's I normal. I can't tell if I'm being insulted or complimented. <laughs> well, no, you have to understand. <laughs> Joe and I are both cursed by this condition called being Irish, <laughs> and it's like it affects everything, and that makes us react that way. It definitely factors into it. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely concerned when I saw Joe afterwards when he jumped on top of a camera and started swinging a crowbar down to the windshield, <laughs> like it was the end of the of the of the smooth criminal video. <laughs> And then he turned into a leopard and walked off. It was yeah, really, really, really weird. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin showed up. Well, see what happened though. You hung, you stayed in there. Well, let me ask and you. Then Metro came in and shoot, stuck, snuck you out. Oh yeah, now I'm even more angry. I'd rather just die. I'd rather just die <laughs> because I deserve it. <laughs> oh, the Catholic is coming out. Oh. Yeah, this is my mother talking now. This is my mother because now she swaps in there. Now I'm sure. Metra, I'm sure Metra, uh, Matthew has alluded uh, as we're setting up here that, that she has a way out, that she has a plan. She always has a plan, and she is a very good escape artist, so that's good. And, uh, and I suspect that that'll be the case. Um, but immediately what I thought when that switch happened, uh, all I thought was, well, 
okay, so now you're in a horrible situation, and you're way more important than Dahlgren. And I am outside of the cloud. By the way, the stinging cloud still goes for 1d4, whatever, minus one round. So I'm just going to be like in the corner. Can't do anything to help anybody. You know, it's just going to suck. So, so accurate. I, did, I didn't it's like that part that, either. That part imitates real life. Yeah. Well, look, (laughs) let me ask you, Troy, because I feel like you're in between. You hold yourself uh, to a standard of which you love getting beat down. You love failing and losing because you're like, I love the challenge. I love the creativity of not having everything my character can do stripped away from me until I can do nothing effective. That's when I can really think about who this character is. And, you know, you go on your pulpit about it. But I have seen you. Slam a few tables in my time <laughs> about the die rolls. You know what yeah, I mean? When some, yeah. you just can't, you haven't hit four rounds in a row, and you're just like, bang! You know what I mean? It gets to you. Yeah. So yeah. like, what what is it? Is it the randomness of it? Is it what bothers you in in that point? Because you're a person that enjoys the struggle of failure. Yeah, I think it's when you just, especially when there's a a long time between turns, it finally comes around to you, and there's only one thing you can do, uh, and it, it's like, ah. I gotta <laughs> I'm more upset that I have to wait another 10 minutes to try again and that I missed. Yeah, yeah. That is the real thing. Yeah. yeah. Especially at high level play. Right. 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 And, right. and, and that's what we were talking about after last week is how amplified it is in high level play. It's like, it's so long between turns. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's forever. Even with, we only have four players. Yeah. And there's yeah. only three enemies of this way. This isn't like a, a, a ridiculous raging combat, but it just takes forever because of how intricate everybody's abilities are yeah i've been bringing it up a little too much lately but that struggling against failure thing reminds me of demon souls and the reason why i finally beat a souls game was because of the load times on the ps5 instead of waiting 35 seconds on a screen and just stewing in the anger of being murdered for the 20th time you're just like boop back in it and that's what let me like power through because oh, that's I, a good analogy i don't mind yeah. failing i mind failing and then not being able to prove myself again. yeah having right. to dwell on it for a long time yeah before can... yeah you said it that was it because i thought this was a fun idea and don't i thought everybody'd be like that what that's how that works oh that's so cool uh and then you know and so instead it's just like oh yeah dog didn't do anything he just sat there just got his ass handed to him and then metro had to come save him you know it's yeah. like no no give me another shot give me another shot <laughs> I'm rolling for how long you're going to be nauseated. Three more rounds. Wait, uh, I was never nauseated. So is it that... Oh, that's... You know what? That's a good point. I was, so it's 1d4 plus one rounds after... The condition lasts as long as the creature is in the cloud. Yeah, you know... But you only have, if you fail. Yeah. You don't oh, have to condition oh, check. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I thought maybe you just had to still pass a check each round after the cloud because it was like lingering in your nose. No, something. you're good. Any creature that succeeds on a save but remains in the cloud must continue to save. But uh, if you were nauseated and got out of there, it just keeps going, which it's a pretty cool spell. You know, for a third level spell, it really uh, really makes things chunky, especially when you add in the, the fog cloud part of it, the mm-hmm. fact that it throws in that concealment. It really puts you in a bad position because you were surrounded and they couldn't get to you with their ranged attacks. Nestor Ope. I thought about dropping Stinking Cloud in the surprise round, but I'm like, you know what? No, I'm gonna. This is where my balance comes into play. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna do it on the first round. If I had done that in the first round, Nestor wouldn't even have got those shots off. Really, yeah. Things. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's part of uh, tactical play is figuring out as you go. Let's just jump right back in because you know we see how these combats go. They take a little bit, a little bit of time. Uh, it is the. Uh, 
Robo woman's turn. I keep saying robot, but she does kind of look like a cool ass robot. She looks like. Do you guys know Rom the Space Knight, the old Marvel Comics character? It sounds. Let me see, Rom the Space Knight. It sounds so familiar. I think he was a Hasbro character initially, and Marvel had the comic rights to him. Oh hell yeah, yeah. And then they kind of they they lost the rights. He couldn't be incorporated into the bigger Marvel universe for a while. Now that he was at IDW for a while, and he really one of my favorite characters. He looks like Rom's sister, or she looks like Rom's (laughs) the Space Knight's sister. Doesn't she look like she doesn't belong in Pathfinder? No, she doesn't. No, truly, (laughs) she looks like a comic book character. She is a Hasbro product. She's a love the eyes very very cool yeah uh anyways it's her turn um and she is going to go invisible <gasps> i can still see her you can oh that's right well too bad she's in the fog of war that's uh all right yeah you see uh that she has moved to the back of the room she actually couldn't right in the fog club oh yeah i can see more her. than I five can see feet her, i could see her move right, you direction. see her move all right, Move now away. I'm gonna, now I'm going to change where she is. Ha! You don't know! <laughs> you think you know everything, Metra. Uh, all right, so she is invisible. She is gone. It is a new round. It is Baron's turn. Okay, Baron is going to move 30 feet back, and we're ready in action, I think. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, no. 30 feet back, and then we'll cast Cure Serious Wounds on Dal. Whoa, Five, there nine. we go. Nice. Ooh, Cure Serious. Eighth level Inquisitor. 98 plus 9. <laughs> <laughs> and that resets stone skin, which is great. Amazing how it does that. <laughs> it's an Inquisitor ability. 50 yep. level. Look it up. You have to get to 15th. Unlock it. That is 18 points of healing. <laughs> oh, awesome, dude. Thank you. No problem. I want it to be like uh, like and Final the- Fantasy Tactics. You have to have eight levels of, or seven levels of Gunslinger and eight levels of Inquisitor. Then you unlock Stone Skin Heal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a job system, finally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The mathematician or whatever it is. Yeah. The calculator. Yeah. Uh, all right. I should, I should take care of your bleed, too. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No more 2D6 bleed. bleed. It will not take care of your poison, unfortunately, which is still coursing through your veins for X more rounds. It is Nestor's turn. Nestor, same shitty position you were in in the last round. Yeah. Yeah, still can't really do anything. Uh, see, I don't... I, I, part of me wants to move up, so I'd be in a position to start be cleared. I have clear shots against these things if if the cloud ever goes away, but then I would be in the effect of the trap as well. So I, I'm just going to stay where I am. Just going to stay where you are. I'm sorry, add another three points of healing to that because I was treating it like all the Cure Serious potions I'd trusted in the past. I, it is a plus eight, maximum oh. of 15. Oh, oh, oh. Nice. Oh. All right, it is Dalgrith's turn. Dalgrith, I need a save on the poison. This is your fourth save if you're following along at home. And my fortitude has now gone down mm-hmm. from the poison. From the con Really damn. unfair. Incredibly unfair. 20 again. 20 again. You are staggered, and you'll take two more points of con damage. Can I ask a, a it's medic? It's 1d2. Amy? It's 1d2, and you took another two, so that's five con. You're down at zero con. You are permanently dead. Would a touch of law help you pass these checks? Should I use my turn next time to make sure all the d20s you roll are 11s? Or would that not I'm be sure enough? it would. I mean, I, well, it's 23. It's a much better chance. 
I'm just not sure if you kept track of what the DC was with 23 passed for you. I don't know, but maybe. The 24 passed. I'm pretty sure it was 24. Shit. Okay. If you want me to think about it, and if when it gets around to my turn, I'll cast. I'll use my action to uh, give you touch of the law. What do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, only if you can't shoot those guys. If you can shoot them, then do that. Yeah, if they're if they're visible, I'll shoot them. But if they're invisible, I'll give it to you. All right. What do you want to do, Mick Stagger? Huh? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to sheathe the potion from my round. <laughs> that provokes from Baron. I know he only has a gun. You didn't take that feat. You should have taken the feat. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to sheathe the potion. What the fuck else am I going to do? Um, yeah. It's Mick Stagger because you're Irish. In this in this cloud, I can't really do anything. <laughs> okay, that's all you got. That's all I got. I've taken you out of book six. Yeah, uh, but four out of X rounds of poison—that's another fail. Uh, oof, man. Okay, let's keep popping and locking here. Pisco Damon one, who was Matt Damon is dead. Pisco Damon 2 is next to Incorporeal Jones. Uh, okay. Alright. Can't attack you. You're incorporeal. You can attack me. Well, it's not going to do anything. Do you have magical? Are your claws magical? Your claws are magical. Um, okay. No, 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 they can't. They can't. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything they can actually do to you besides that stinking cloud which you'll have to roll on. Oh, it'd be so great if you were just... Invisible, 50% mischance. I am visible. Yeah, but you fucking... You know what you are. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but you fucking... Oh, Mr. Big Stuff. <laughs> Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are? All right. Um, shit, you guys are far away. Okay. So this far away. <laughs> All right, it is going to cast a spell. Can you? Does it provoke? Because I'm with five feet. Where you're in it would, pro- it would provoke, but I. What you would I hit you with? You can't hit me. I, have, that's I right. have a weapon. Mode. I just want to be honest. So yeah, that's right. You're incorporeal. So it just casts something, and um, yeah, that's what it does. Don't worry about it. Moving right along, I think it is Metra before my other friend. So, Metra, what do you want to do? Metra is going to double move out of the cloud. Double Back move. Back towards her friends. Okay, first, I need you to roll a save to see if you can do that, because you started your round in the stink. No, no, no. Corporeal. What's a 50% chance? Oh, yeah, you got to roll your... Incorporeal. All right, all right. Don't you raise your voice to me. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, 44. Oh, yeah! I do apologize. Yeah. Double move. She moonwalks out of the cloud. Metro walks backwards out of the cloud through Baron to be back with uh, Baron, Dogwraith, and Nestor. Wow, that's nice. far. Okay. Double move. Double move. Double move. Okay. Um, very good. <laughs> Baron, you experience a strange sensation as Metro just passes through. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Wasn't <laughs> expecting that either. Alright, it is Robocop's turn. She went invisible again. Hmm. Hmm. Do we get to see a flashback where she was almost killed while in the line of duty and then got her body? <laughs> Does that happen? No. I like it! <laughs> All right, this is what happens, Metra. You see her materialize right next to Nestor, still invisible. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. So does Baron, by the way. 
Uh, Baron, you have seen invisibility. Oh, that's right. I you cast, cast it. Yeah. Yeah. So you and Baron see her just teleport, uh, and she is invisible and right now right next to Nestor. Oh, dear. So out of thin air, she popped up. She popped up. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's what happened. <laughs> GM does whatever he feels like. <laughs> yep. That's what happened. She teleported. She teleported over there. Yeah, you, you uh, said it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure that I have to roll on that. Um, but you just wait a minute. You do. You do. You roll do. the one hundred, right? It says there's no chance you arrive off target. Oh, you dimension door. It's, oh, it's gra- sorry. It's greater teleport. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. No. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> greater teleport. Um, okay. Wow. And you can do that with knives in each hand. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. I had no idea there were no somatic components to greater teleport. <laughs> Don't worry about her. She's cool. <laughs> I'll send you her a character sheet later. <laughs> Uh, Where does she appear next? Right? <laughs> Book four. Come back in time. <laughs> jump, 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 jump. Oh, wow. She killed Nestor before he killed Orithash. <laughs> oh, man. New That'd round. be so messed up. Baron's turn. Baron, you see her. She's invisible, but you can see her. I can see her. I can see her. And uh, I think that still would be a 50% mischance, and you're shooting through Nestor. I can see her, so why would there be still be a mischance? No mischance. No mischance if you no. see invisible? No, I can okay. see. Uh, what is the cover situation we're talking about? What kind of bonuses is she getting if I'm shooting through my... Let's talk bones. Plus four. bones. Plus four. I like that. I like that. Um, but I'm going to like it even more uh, when I assure that it is a rapid shot, clustered shots, uh, all at the same time. So here comes a full attack action. Um, boop, boop, boop. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Come on. Papa needs a new parachute. Papa needs a new spot. That will be a 29 to hit on the first attack. <laughs> hit. Did we identify the subtype of this creature? You did not. Outsider. Outsider. Oh, we did? Okay. Then. Not the subtype. Sorry. I don't know if it's a daemon. Probably not. I think the type is all I need, actually. But Yeah, outsider. Uh... That is going to be max damage, 24 points of damage, and if I can use a swift action, well, it's still out, it's the same, both are outsiders, right? Both creatures? Um, yes. The, the lo- okay, then it's yeah. still on. I'll, I'll tell you right now, by the way, uh, that doesn't all go through. Um, there is a DR situation. Okay, so th- that will only apply to the first shot, because these are clustered shots. Okay. Uh, and then that is an additional five points of damage for Bane. Uh, the second attack is a 30 to hit. Nice. That is a hit. Your DR days are numbered, LaValle. Come on! Um, all of this damage will go through, and we are talking almost max damage. A six, a five, and an eight. That is going to be 35 points of damage. Okay, and that all goes through because of this clusterfuck. Uh Uh-huh. Third attack will be a 22 against Touch AC. 22, even with the plus four, is a hit. Here comes the next round of damage. Another eight on the eight, so that is that is going to be 30 points of damage on this attack. Okay, and again, this all goes through, right? Correct. Yep. And then the final attack. I ask every time. The final attack is a 5 on the die for a total of a 10. Oh, that's, that's surprising. I've never heard you roll so low. Uh, that is a miss. Well, you, sometimes you go out with a bang, sometimes you go out with a... Yes. If, if I lit her up... Can you yeah. just imagine this creature goes invisible? 
and then teleports across the room and then just all of a sudden this guy just whirls around and is like bang 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 <laughs> yeah I had to separate my knowledge from her knowledge you know what I mean because I understood what was going to happen but I don't she doesn't no. know what you guys know about seeing invisibility in that moment you didn't know that I was seeing invisible remember we had to remind you so that's you, true you yeah. didn't even know but I'm saying it's like, you I, I should have known that yeah. you acted with such intensity that you forgot I forgot you know I just he said it and I was like my character doesn't know that yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to play it as if. So here's the thing, though, because Nestor can't see her. She appeared behind him. He had no idea. Baron does see her, and he turns and starts shooting for all Nestor. Knows oh, my Nestor. God. Now's his chance. But Nestor, have you ever seen Baron miss that many times? Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, after the first shot, he's just like, oh, fuck. I didn't think he was going to go down like this. And he's getting ready to shoot back at Baron. But then it's like, boom, one goes behind his head. Boom, the second one. And he's just like, what? And then he like might feel some blood splash on the back of his head for this other target. So that's when he realizes what's going on, and he's going to take his turn. Okay, it is your turn anyway. So... So, do you want to take the five-foot step to avoid the AOO? Yes. Okay. He's going to... then, yeah, just 50% mischance. Yep. Slide across. And I can't... I, I don't think I can do study target if I can't see this creature. So... That I makes sense. I'll take that bonus away, which is going to make it hard. But I'm going to do... I'm going to do rapid shot anyway. God, okay. Did this creature uh, even become visible before the sinking cloud was out? I don't think it did. Uh, yes, it did. It did? Okay. It became invisible and then went invisible again. Went invisible again, yeah. Uh, 31 to hit on the first attack. Give me that 50%. Miss Charles. Miss Charles. Miss Charles. 66. Oh, that's a hit. 60. So close to the 69. Uh, <laughs> and that is... 50 points of damage. Okay, and the same thing again. I'm only taking DR off the first. Yes, okay. correct. All right. 60 points of damage. You said 60? Uh, 50. 50. Okay. 50 points of damage. Uh, second attack <laughs> Roy, is... Sorry. Children listen to this show. <laughs> they shouldn't... <laughs> Grant, mute his mic. I'm trying to. <laughs> I think I think he stuck chewing gum in his fader. It's That's really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything. The equivalent of me going. Ah! <laughs> uh, I think 26 is probably a miss, right? 26 is a miss. So don't even worry about the 50 percent miss chance. Okay, third attack. Please miss again. Oh, uh, that is a uh, 26 again. Another miss. Okay, okay. And, oh, come on, final attack. Ooh, uh, 9016. Uh, oh, that's a 20, 27. 27 is a miss okay. as well. Okay. Okay. Whew. God, you guys put out a lot of damage when you do hit. That was Nestor's turn. Dalgrith, roll me a save against this poison as you've taken five points of con damage. Same exact roll. <laughs> now it's a 19. Staggered again. Jesus. And you take... Another two points of gone damage. Jesus, this is five rounds. I mean, that you know, this is what they do to you. They they make it so that you can't play. Yeah, <laughs> they we, do. Okay, Always okay. Fun. So we can't rest here, but we can't leave here. So I'll just go into the next combat with eighty total hit points max. That's 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 their goal. That's their goal. <laughs> just weeding you out, so it's just one on one at the end with a storm tyrant. Just uh, uh, curl up in the bag of holding with a good book. <laughs> Wait for us to finish the adventure. Uh, all right. Now, Imagine. You, you are staggered. What do you want to do? If I um, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, resolve his, like, desire to just close on this uh, creature. 
while also trying to figure out like that he feels like he's he can't even attack um so yeah i'm gonna uh i'm gonna roll a 50 50 he's gonna hang you're back. jamming yourself I, I because I don't know what he'd do. Like I don't know if he knows he's staggered. You know what I mean? Like in terms of, uh, he gets no benefit from closing except to I don't know pressure her. But, um, so yeah, he's just gonna he'll, he'll delay, delay. Okay, you will delay, and it is the one remaining Pisco Damon's turn. The, the spell Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon. Uh, the spell he cast was fly. So he flies over to Baron Ooh. and does a vital strike. Oh, no. Which I forgot to do on my first uh, attack against you, Dogrith, during the surprise round. I only did that one. It would have been another 2d6. I hate that damage. you flew and did that correctly because I was so ready to be like, did that spell require line of sight? You measured like 10 times. <laughs> 45 the- feet and I was like, that son of a gun <laughs> is casting a ray on me and I'm going to ask him how he can see out of stinking cloud. He can't do it. I hate that you guys can see me measuring because it just gives everything. Uh, away, but, uh, I hate just, that you can see us measuring. I know. I know. Hey, that's for the game. I'm All right, here we go. Uh, one claw, vital strike. Let me make sure my fucking. Uh, I'm not. Where's my? I think I'm st- still have grappled on. I think Baron is still just like in the process, even though it's a free action of just like loading in the final alchemical paper cartridge into his gun and click it open and this thing flies out of nowhere and he looks up the flying lobster man God come and Baron stares into its eyes and makes it flinch. <laughs> Natural three. Yeah. I mean, I didn't roll anything less than a 15 against Joe. <laughs> Natural three. Could have been so great. Again, could have been so great. Grabs him, bleeds him, takes him out of the fight. Instead, he's fine. And that is his round. Uh, Dogwraith will go. Okay. Uh, this creature goes over and says, Kill him for pounds, son of a bitch. And he's going to take a five foot step and attack this guy. Okay. Uh, so, boop, boop, and he'll stab him once. Oh, yeah, because you're staggered, so you can still take that five-foot step. Exactly. Nice. That's why the delay was key. <laughs> uh, all right. Still feeling pretty bad inside. Not great. <laughs> Not great inside. Here we go. Uh, this is going to be a... Ooh, critical threat! Oh, yeah! yeah. There we go. Natty critical 19, threat. critical, critical threat. threat. Can he confirm it? Natty 17. Yeah. That is a 37 to hit. That is a confirmed crit. Yeah. Fantastic. The damage isn't going to be that great, but let's see if we get something juicy. Juicy might be all you need. There you go, Dahlgrath. There you go. Uh, all right. Michelle from Norfolk, Virginia. Yes. Oh, just roll a natural 20 just to fuck it. God, I'm great. Third time strikes true. Your weapon strikes the target's weakest point, weakest point with impeccable strength and precision. Roll another confirmation roll at your highest BAB. If you confirm again, triple damage, and the damage bypasses any DR the target oh, has. Wow. What? Uh, sorry. This creature has not thing. been hit yet. Uh, if you do not confirm, double damage. Okay, so one more confirmation roll. 30? 30 is the confirmation. Yes! Yeah! Triple damage! Triple, triple damage, damage and bypasses no DR. DR. And uh, it bypasses DR. Wow, that's huge. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't think you have any precision damage there, so don't uh, double that, triple that. 
Uh, I am not. Uh, it really, the triple damage ends up being an extra 2d6. I'm sorry, I raised my voice. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, there we go. And that is 26 points of damage. 26 points of damage, and the creature is starting to bleed. Bleed blue blood. Uh, yep, so it all goes through. Yeah, so it all yeah. goes through. Yep, that is correct. Awesome. Wow. All right. Del- All right. You, you nice do. work, Michelle. Thank yeah. you. It's going to be your week, O'Brien. Uh, Turn it around. <laughs> it is Metra's turn. Okay, Metra will whirl around and point her finger at the robot man. Woman. Robot woman. And... Uh, Look at her. Look at her, cut. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I'm going to cast Disintegrate on you. I think There we go. Okay, that is... 25 against touch. Okay, just relax there, Johnny Disintegrate. <laughs> 27 against touch. 25. Uh, what kind of effect is Disintegrate? Uh, transmutation. Okay. Turning one thing into another. Turning a robot into a pile of dust. Okay, it's not a death effect. Nope. Okay. All right, roll spell resistance. You roll spell resistance. You roll it. Oh, tweener, 26. Oh, no. You got it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, so what's the save? Uh, fortitude. All right. Uh, okay. Please okay. fail. I natural should, one. Oh, I my should, God. Yeah, a natural one. Right, I got 32. Uh, you fail. No, I'm kidding. You're <laughs> fine. Whoa. Uh, okay, so instead you take 5d6. Fucking fine. It could have been, been thirty d six if I if you, uh, uh, one time, just one, one time. Has it ever? It has, to work. Yeah. has it ever popped it, it, once? Right? It, it pops like once. Yeah, it's gonna happen though. This is this is what the story is. Finally, disintegrate hits on oh, the storm. I will say it next week. That's how you end the episode. Twenty four minute terrible. episode. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, you take twelve points of damage. Twelve. Ooh, that's not a good roll on five d six. damage. Uh, and does that bypass dr? Yes, it should. It's energy damage, so yeah. It's energy damage. Yeah. Is it is negative energy damage disintegrate or what is Acid? It? <laughs> I'm trying to look. It just says 2d6 points of damage per caster level. Untyped. Untyped. The dreaded untyped. It's a thin green ray. Uh, you'd think, right? It must be a creature that's a ray. It sounds like energy. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It should be energy, right? The ray affects even objects constructed entirely of force. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to say it all goes through. Okay, it's only twelve points of damage. I'm not yeah. too worried about it. Here's what's going to happen now. She is going. Go ahead. <laughs> he always does that to you. I'm not finished. Yeah. And then he waits for you to acknowledge that you know he's not finished. You make it to. Uh, okay. Can we, by the way, just take a moment? The number of times he's corrected our grammar. People aren't done. They're finished. You just said you were done. You use incorrect grammar. I'm not done. And you take them. Yeah, you're not correct. Because you can't be. Who's on first? <laughs> I wish there Are were. you finished, Grant? I wish there <laughs> were. You are a finished. Glad we got that on the recording. <laughs> uh, Metro take a five-foot step to stand behind Dogrith. <laughs> oh, it Talgrith. really hurt my ears. Talgrith. Talk about a stinking cloud. <laughs> All right. Now are you done? Finished? Apparently I am nothing. You're nothing. Grant would prefer I be nothing. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so no. Sad. Matthew, Matthew. Oh, no. You're only nothing to Grant. 
<laughs> Technically, Grant, I, done is fine because I, when I say I, I'm actually referring to my turn. Oh, really? My turn can be done. Well, wow. now it is I's turn. When I'm when you're saying I'm, you're referring to your turn. That's pretty loose and fast. Just I'd like say. just as if I'm saying when I say I, sometimes in this game, I'm referring to Metro. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! He's so condescending. <laughs> he doesn't. Have, he's simply applying situational rules when he cares, to, and only applying them to others and not himself. But let's continue. Isn't that what makes them situational? <laughs> it's my turn. It's Eyes' turn. It's Eyes' turn. I'm not done. Finished. No, she- wait. Is uh, when you say I'm, do you mean you're round, or do you mean you as a as a GM? It's Robocop's turn. <laughs> Robocop! <laughs> she takes a five-foot step towards Nestor Coin no. and is going to unleash five attacks. Oh, no. that's, that's a lot. She's got these chained daggers, and she's just like, shun, 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 shun. Five comes up with the other hand. Five. Five. She's saying five out loud. Yeah, but it's, you don't understand her tongue, so she's just like, shun, 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 shun. <laughs> and that's five in outsider lingo. I'm an outsider. If you guys were hip to the outsider lingo, you'd know. And you heard five. I heard five. You heard five. She was, was a very angry five. Here we go. Five. Five. Attacks. I guarantee. I guarantee a crit. Wow. He's what? pointing to the uh, fences. Uh, what happens if you don't get one? I don't get a ball. <laughs> here we go. There should be some stakes here. Yeah. If you don't get a crit, what do I Nestor get if I automatically confirmed? You get the crit. You get the crit and all the damage. But I, why do I have to lose something? Because I called my shot? Yeah. yeah. No, there should be real stakes. <laughs> yeah. If you if this doesn't happen, you have to buy us all stakes from Christos, the Greek Steakhouse. <laughs> real stakes. Real stakes. <laughs> real stakes. <laughs> no, there should be real stakes. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know crit, you need to buy us all stakes. Right, here are the stakes. That joke was bottle cap worthy. Yeah. But you only get it if I don't. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair I'll enough. Live I'll live with it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Skid's being punished for being funny. <laughs> oh my god! So now it's like you do something amazing, and, he, and Troy's going to be like, "All right, roll for a bottle cap." <laughs> like that's what it's done. That's what I should have done when I changed the bottle cap. Yeah, yeah. You know that was cap worthy. Go ahead and give me a D hundred point. <laughs> On a ninety six or higher, you get a cap. You're right. Or uh, sixty nine, you get two caps. Here we go. Chain dagger, five attacks, guaranteed crit. First attack. Okay, not a crit. Pretty damn close, though. Uh, you said your AC is what, 26? 26, All right, yeah. so she's going to hit a lot. Yeah. All right, so first first attack does 12 points of damage, plus okay. bleed we'll deal with later. Okay. Second attack, uh, not a crit, is a hit, does 15 points of damage. Okay. You're just bleeding. Third attack. Is this going to be the crit? Oh, uh, third attack misses, actually. Oh, Ooh. very good. Oh, very I'm good. sorry. I thought that was a 17. Uh, no, that is a... Hands off the chest piece, uh, unfortunately. That's a 27. Yeah, it's a hit. 27. Damn. Okay, so third one barely hits. And that's going to be 14 points of damage. So just chip, chip, chip. Fourth attack. Still no crit. That's a 27 as well. So close to the stakes. And <laughs> so close to the stakes. <laughs> Another 12 points of damage. Cool. Get, getting hungry. 12 points of damage. Last, uh, last attack. Salivating. Last attack. Come on. I can smell the stakes. I can smell them. Critical, uh, critical, what is it called? Threat! Threat. Oh, critical no, threat. no way! Duh. 
Yeah, she crits 17 to 20, and I rolled a natty 18. Uh, That's uh, right. Uh, well, man. he still has to confirm it to get out of the stake thing. Did I guarantee a, a crit or a yeah, threat? Yeah, you guaranteed a crit. I couldn't think of the word threat. All right. Oh, I should confirm, right? Unless I roll a natural one. Yeah, 37. Uh, the crit. Uh, now you owe me stake. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, this is a named character. Oh, no. Oh, so shit. we go to the list. Let's see which of you from the niche can finally kill Nestor. <laughs> Will it be Brooke? Of course, you had to crit on the last attack. Too. Oh, yeah. Know. Know. Let's keep the suspense going. Brooke from Virginia Beach. Wow. <sighs> Virginia all over the place today. All over the map? Yeah. Primal bloodlust. Ooh, blood. That's good. Your eyes glow with fury and you feel a sudden rush of adrenaline coursing through your veins as your target buckles beneath your strikes. Everything fades except for a primal urge to unmake your foes. Double damage. And your damage dice increase by one size <gasps> for the next 1d4 round. Whoa. Wow. Juicy. All right, wow. so it's d4 becomes a d6, right? Right. All right, so. And that, uh, so it's going to be d6 is four. That's a fun crit, just this, Brooke. Just one Thank round, you. so just this round. So next round. Like her, she'll get a, uh, an attack oh, okay. you know, through the next round. All right, here comes the crit damage. This is pretty good damage here. Now, especially now that it's D6 is almost boxcars. 32 points of damage oh, on that last one. So she hit on five attacks, was doing an average of like 13, 40 points of damage, and then finishes with a 30-something. Again. Shut, 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 five! <laughs> and he's bleeding. We'll take 2D6 bleed on his uh, just confirming you got that right. That was double damage. So yes. that was the highest roll you had. Oh, because you increased the damage dice. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, none of your stuff was 16 or 17 the whole time. All right. Yeah. It got is, it. 1d4 plus x became 2d6 plus x times 2. 2x. Oh, yeah. By the way, while we're accounting, I need uh, Lobster Man to take another four points of damage. Ooh. Why? Because I only doubled my da- my bonus multiplier. I didn't triple my bonus multiplier for that. Uh, it was yeah. so insignificant. Foolish mistake. Plus four. I will so not take the damage. Four more damage. Let's talk about round six. This is a round that really separates the Nesters from the Metras. It's Baron's turn. Baron, you see Nestor get lit up. This woman is now visible. Yes, and... Uh Baron has understood, and, and well, she's visible now, so Nestor has a better chance, and this creature is in such good shape in front of us. Uh, you know what? Baron's going to split his time. He's going to start a full attack action, and he will change the target of said attack action after a five-foot step, should one of them fall, and he's going to start on the creature that lit up Nestor. So hot. So fast. So furious. Here comes the first attack. Okay, plus four, it's AC. Okay, that will be a 23 to hit. That is a hit. That will be... Ooh, nice. Uh, That will be 29 points of damage on the first attack. This is the one that will take the DR. Yep. This is the lobster or the No, this is the Robocop. Misfire. Oh, wait, what did you roll? That's a five. That's a five. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe we remember. Uh, Which I think is just a miss. Oh, no. No, it's a 20 to hit. 20 is a hit. (laughs) Wow. See? That's amazing. Oh, my God. Good crit. Good crit. Uh, That will be 24 points of damage. I can't remember who that was. That was from from New New Brunswick. Brunswick, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. 
The Brunzy. The third attack will be a 22, which is also a hit. It, sure it was is. Sean. Sean from New Brunswick, Sean. Canada. Good, Good job, Sean. Sean. For 29 points of damage. Nice. Okay, she's in bad shape. Yeah. Final yeah. Done! The final attack is a total of an 11 against such AC. That is a miss. Oh. Again, just peters out on the final shot. Uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I thought she was closer to death than she was. So I'm glad I exhausted her a little bit. Now Nestor can do what I did, which is hopefully finish her I off. Can hopefully finish her off. Nestor will start by taking seven points of bleed damage. Okay. Um, Nestor, did you? You have stone skin as well, right? So did yeah. that just eat up your stone skin all those attacks? Much of it. Yes. Yeah, much of it. but you didn't take a lot of it. Didn't get through. Yeah. Well, the okay. crit. Yeah, the crit. Yeah, the crit was crit. 27 got through. Yeah, that's 20, tough. yeah. Right, so you just have like a pool of 10 DR that just kept going. Chip, 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 chip. Yep. Uh, okay, it is Real your Real lifesaver. Okay. So, yeah, Nestor is like, he is incensed at being carved up by this person thing. So it takes a, whoop, it takes a quick five foot step back and it's just like, now it's my turn. And whoop, just unleashes uh, study target swift action. Uh, first attack is a 32. 32 to hit. 32 is a hit. Okay. Uh, 47 points of damage. And you kill her. Yeah! <laughs> oh. And I want to know what her deal was. I want to know what her name was. You still have yeah. attacks because uh, that was only your first uh, attack. Yes. And yeah, I've got the rapid shot. Now so. the creature still- goes away. If it's a summoned creature, right? Oh. If the summoner is killed, I think the summoned creature goes away. What I'm seeing here is that it's it's rounds per level. It's, it's, it's based on the duration, not on the death of the caster. I feel like there are video games. If you kill the caster, uh, that's enough. But I feel like I'm thinking Eidolon. Uh, an Eidolon is definitely... Oh, yeah. It's just summoned if you are unconscious, but... Uh, yeah, I feel like they would yeah. say that in the text of the spell. It's like, if the, the caster dies... Um, it's funny, because I know we've run up against this before, even in other games, but I want to say it's it sticks around for the I, duration. tied tightly to the existence. Right, exactly. Caster, right? And, and I, I don't think we have run up against this too, too much. I don't think we've fucked too many casters that have summoned creatures that we killed the caster first. Yeah. That's kind of... A- really? I feel like we must have been. Like, back when we were doing uh, just home, when Skid was running us through uh, Pathfinder Society games, remember? Oh, oh yeah. We I'm did not talking about that. Those. You, know, you know how many rules we were getting wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what we need to do, though? We need to run checks to see if creatures are summoned and if they are evil, because that makes protection, protection from, evil, from evil very useful oh, yeah. again. If we, oh, yeah. If, if we could have had that, if Dogworth had that going in, it'd be completely fine. Right. Yeah, we should have. Ca- I mean, it makes sense for you going to a demonic symbol that we would have cast it on you if we were good at this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if we were good at this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've never promised that. All right. Now, where Nestor, you started off with a cluster shot, right? Yeah. Can you then turn that to another uh, creature with no penalties or anything? Uh, I believe so, yeah. It would just be the next, the first shot against this new creature. The DR would be taken away normally. Makes sense. And then the rest of the shots would be... All right. What was oh, actually, s- you know what? I don't know that that's true. Because not strictly by the wording of the. It says you pick a single target. And well, it says when you take when you use a full attack action to make multiple ranged weapon attacks against the same opponent, total the uh, damage from all hits before applying that opponent's damage yeah, but reduction. That's fine. You're still using. Oh, it's a still multiple attack. attack and yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. multiple attacks against one opponent. Right. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Talk to me about yeah. Yeah, that's one of those ones you can be like, well, let's talk about this. Let's just keep going. Okay. Uh, first, uh, first attack against this thing. Uh, uh, 20, uh, 28. 
28 against this dude is a hit. No. Hit Is it a clean shot? Yeah, you've got a clean shot. Yep, yeah. you're good. Uh, that is 27 points of damage, okay. three of which is electricity. Okay. Uh, great. So this is the one that DR will eat, but yep. all of the electricity resistance will come into play. Right. Okay. Uh, second attack on the lobster. Uh, that is a 32 to hit. 32 is a hit. Beautiful. Oh, uh, 21 points of damage, two points of which is electricity. Okay, so all 19 get through. And final attack. Uh, natural 20. Oh, <laughs> ah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Finish him off. <laughs> Lowest chance to confirm. Yeah. Will he do it? Let's see. I do get the critical focus on this. It's close. Ooh. Uh, he has see. critical focus too, by the way. He does. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, that's a 33. 33 to confirm. That is confirmed. With the critical Crit. focus. Oh, that's, that's so big. Critical. Amazing. Critical. Uh, all right. This one from Yehuda in Ottawa, Ontario. Yehuda. Uh, Bard's Black Arrow. Oh, nice. You strike a vital unprotected spot on your target, inflicting extreme damage. Triple damage, fortitude save for double damage. So that's quadruple damage. Yeah. Fortitude save oh. for triple damage. Oh. Wow. And the fortitude save against is against is 33, your, right? Yeah. That was your confirmation roll? roll? Yes. I don't know if I can... I don't know. I can make it. Very, very hard roll. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I have to roll a 19 or higher. Wow. 18. Oh. <laughs> 32 totally. Okay. All right. Quadruple. Damage! What, what's Bard's attack? Black Arrow? Am I, do you know the reference? Is yeah, that a reference? that's uh, The Hobbit. Oh, oh that's okay. A, that's Bard's Arrow when he, that he shoots Smog with. Go now and speed well. It's been too long. Uh, and I never watched that third movie. They're fun. They're not as good as the first ones, but they're fun. That's yeah. 95 points of damage. Oh. That is 11 points of which is electricity. 95 minus 11 is 84. And he had 74 hit points. <laughs> 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 the black arrow strikes! Yes! Amazing. Oh. And the foes lie dead. In the halls of High and Cloud Keep. <sighs> well, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> the, stretches. The, the stinking cloud remains, though, right? Yeah, I just okay, good, fast forwarded through time and had the stinking cloud disappear. Otherwise, we're going to have to roll some saves. Yes. You know, you would know that just covering the symbol can be enough to not have to worry about it. So I will say now that you have time. You can send Dalgrith in and see what happens. <laughs> well, Dalgrith, Dalgrith and Baron are still immune. We both saved, and we haven't left the area, so I don't see why we can't. I mean, we have left the area. No, you're not sure. Good. Oh, did we leave it? Well, I might have. It's sixty feet. It seems like I. No, Dalgrith hasn't left. Oh, Dalgrith great. Hasn't and neither left. is. Baron. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Dalgrith did left, leave because I moved him out of it. Uh, oh, because you were out of it, right? Oh, yeah. That was that would make sense. Am I still in it, or do I need to reset? No, you're it? good, Baron. Okay, great. Um, so, Baron, maybe you want to go up there. Baron walks into the center of the star like Torello instead one, once upon a time for the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> against the Dallas Cowboys uh, and peas on the star. Um, <laughs> no, he'll look around the room. Or, you know what? In his gear, let's see. There's probably They have bedrolls and stuff. Yeah. yeah, they'll put that down. Yeah, I'm not going to 
Ricky of the Coles, uh, I'll say that you're able to pull something out um, and fashion a way to cover this symbol, and that neutralizes it. Um, so the rest of you can enter the room if you so choose. It's been a, it's been an episode, so I'll tell you again what's in here. Big steel table with a chair uh, and a giant kiln that is active. There is something uh, cooking in there, you'd think. Massive anvil, several metal boxes, huge cabinet with stained glass doors stretching across the back wall. Um, Hold on a minute. Yeah, warm I think we need to stand initiative. Because I'm slowly dying. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I need... I'll tell you right oh, now. Yeah. You rolled five out of six consecutive rounds. So give me your final roll. Do you uh, want touch of law? Let me see. If, yeah. If we stayed in initiative, Maybe. that was Nestor, and then it was going to be Dalgret. So you actually can't get touch of law. Right? Okay. Okay. Staying in initiative would be Dalgret. Uh, oh, that'll probably do it, I think. That's 24. 24. And uh, you save on that. You, know, you need two consecutive saves. But since that was the sixth round, you're fine. You come out of it uh, fine with just, what, seven points of content? Only seven points. It's all right. Don't we, Baron. We have scrolls of... You have scrolls of lesser restoration, do you not? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, we have a wand of lesser, lesser restoration Ooh, with 25 charges. Oh, we are so smart. Top me off, brother. I'm feeling a bit weak. Uh, so that's 1d4 per casting? 1d4 per casting. Uh, let me just... Just give it. me two fours and we out. Can I hit it and quit? Uh, that is a one on the first one. Nestor, do you move into Three the Three on the second one. I, I'm i going to take uh, my potion of cure serious to stop my bleeding and get some healing in there. Smart. So we used uh, we used four charges off the lesser restoration wand. Great. And Nestor, it would have come back to you. Um, I guess it would have come back to you to take 2d6 more bleed, but I'm not going to go crazy with that because Metro could easily have healed you as well yeah. or administered I'm sure there's a way to figure it out um, okay so you do that and then do you slide in the room yes okay so all of you are in this workshop or whatever the hell it is um, and then can you heal me up yes. do, we have a, do we have a wand we do have we have three wands okay we can cover it later I just want to I'm going to get healed up to full I'm only down 30 Okay. But both you and Nestor have had your stone skin um, whittled away. Yeah, I've only got one hit left. I can block one more hit. I actually really enjoyed that combat. I know it, could, it was a little tricky, and uh, I just like the way it played out. I think it was fun for the rest of us, except Joe. Yeah, I, I had fun. <laughs> yeah. I would have had a lot of fun if it wasn't for that. Tiger yeah. condition! Do you want to tell us what would have happened? No. Because now it's going to seem lame. Uh, yeah, you know what I will tell you? It is a potion that I've held since character creation that is a low-level, uninteresting potion called Potion of Gaseous Form. Oh, But if nice. I drink it there, you essentially become gas, you know, like, like the gas around it, and you are immune to poison. You have DR10, magic and something is like the only thing that can get through it. Uh, and I could have told, and you can't like grapple the creature really, you know what I mean? Uh, and so I could have just like, whew, just gotten out of there. And he's been on my sheet since creation. I've never used it. And I was just like, this will be so fun. You should use it against Volstis, have him breathe you in, and then Ant-Man inside of his lungs, exploding him from the inside. Yeah. A couple cool things. Uh, one thing, teleport only has verbal components. So even with the daggers in her hands. Oh, so it doesn't have somatic. Oh, wow. Uh, second, it was so smart that you went incorporeal instead of anything else because she had true seeing. 
So you could have gone on the ethereal plane and she could see you. Wow. Uh, Invisible. I was like, oh, somebody's going to go invisible. or Greater invisibility wasted. If you guys have, you know, because oftentimes when you approach combats, it's like, let's make Nestor and Dalgrith invisible. She can see you, teleport up to you and just, you saw the damage she did. But if I'm thinking, oh, he's going to go ethereal and you can see ethereal. You cannot see incorporeal. Oh, wow. That's great. She could see it, but could she act upon someone? Yeah, she can see her anyways, but you can't, doesn't, uh, I can get past your mirror images and everything. I could have just pinpointed you, yeah, but I can't wow. get past incorporeal. I can see wow. you. So she not have magical attacks? Uh, yeah, I mean her 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 what should we call it? Her 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 daggers. Uh, you, it, right now they're not magical, but when she was wielding them, they were. I could have got past, but fifty percent. Yeah. I just didn't feel like really doing that. Can we check her body first before we do anything? Oh, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So uh, the summoned creatures, don't worry about them. Nexter plucks his many shot arrows, the two arrows, like out of her out of her face. Puts it back in his many, his uh, ever flowing quiver. She has two chained daggers. They were plus two daggers to her, but now that she has passed, they are just regular mundane chained daggers. Cool thing about chained daggers, you can chain them to your wrists and use them as a ranged weapon. And they, oh. I don't know if they return uh, to you or it's just like you throw it and then you, you can pull it, back. pull it back. Cool. That's like some soul caliber stuff. <laughs> the really soul is. still <laughs> burns. Soul still burns. Cervantes versus Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ivy. It's an Ivy stuff. Uh, she has no items on her and no armor. Does she oh. have a, a driver's license so we can know her name? Yoshimitsu wins. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you open up her, uh, wa- her uh, wallet and the license is missing. Oh, no. Therein lies the mystery of book six. What about oh, an AARP card? Uh, the name is rubbed out. <laughs> <laughs> She's off the grid. I am timeless. Uh, Video store rental card? <laughs> yeah, all everything has the name rubbed out. She was very particular about protecting her identity. She wanted to be off the off the system. She wanted to be off the grid. She's like, I just want to go to Iron Club Keep and retire. I hope nobody comes in. Wait, who's that coming through the door? Hey, I'm summon a couple of physical demons. Stay invisible. What do you do? What do you think, Baron? Uh, does everyone feel like we can move forward? I haven't seen a place to find any rest at yet. <sighs> Wait, is there anything in the cabinet? Oh, and I also want to check the kiln. Baron's dwarven blacksmithing instincts are, are keen, yeah. and he wants to take out what's ever in there, if he's able to, if he's strong enough, unless it's like a giant-sized thing. We'll open up the kiln? Yeah. It's got to pique your curiosity. And I'll detect magic on the inside before opening it. Detect magic mm-hmm. on the inside. And around the room. And around the room. Um... Let's see what's in here. There is magic uh, emanating from the floor, obviously. One thing that you see when looking around, because Metro, you said you were looking around. Yeah, I eventually want to go to the cabinet. Okay. So, Metro, you're going over to the cabinet while you detect magic. You don't detect any other magic in the room, uh, Baron. Let me just make sure... That's correct. Over near the cabinet. Yeah, that's not magical. I'll tell you about that in a second. I'll tell you about that non-magical stuff in a second, Matthew. Um, but yeah. So, what do you do? Me or Baron? Baron. Baron will open the kiln to look what's inside. Baron opens the kiln, and you see a thin strand of hair laying there. And suddenly the hair goes, Boom! And explodes outward, spraying shards 
on all of you, roll a reflex save, oh, everybody. Dear. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh. Uh, I was like trying to see if the uh, hair was magical so you could detect that. And it wasn't. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming a 15 fails. It does. So I get to, re- I'm going to use my tattoo to reroll that. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Tattoo you. De plain, de plain. Tattoo you, Mick Stagger. Mm. Call back. <laughs> uh, does it, 20 is what I get on the reroll. 20 on a reroll. What did you get, Joe O'Brien? 31. 31. Nestor Coin. 34. Baron. 30. The three of you pass. You take half damage. We all have evasion, too. Do you right? all have evasion now? I don't have Baron doesn't. Oh, so Baron, Baron doesn't. will take half. Uh, Nestor and Dogrith will take zero. Metra just made it. DC 20 on the reroll. 10d6 fire damage Ooh. plus 4d6 slashing. Ooh. Oh, my God. Uh, do you guys have any, uh, meaning uh, Metra and Baron, do you have any fire uh, resistance? Otherwise, I'll just roll 14d6. You know what? I do I believe I do fire, have some fire resistance. Fire, 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 uh, I don't think so. Nope, just electricity and cold. All right. <laughs> oh, 14d6 it is. Halved. Uh, 49, so 25 points of damage. 24. We'll say 24 points of damage. Uh, <laughs> we'll say. We'll say. say. <laughs> Are you know what? 25. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see like a little, there was a little metallic hair inside. It was probably one of her hairs. Uh, she set it so that once the door was opened, the temperature in the kiln immediately rose to that of molten iron, causing the hair to erupt in a spray of searing metal shards. Wow. It was a mechanical and not a magical trap. It must be complicated to have hair with that kind of problem, especially when you're hanging out in a forge room. It's magical outsider hair, man. I have magical outsider hair. You don't know! Uh, meanwhile, you're going to the cabinets, Metra. After I heal my, you know, after I take yeah, some hits off the wall. Yeah, we're all taking Sure you don't want to just open up the cabinets and see what happens? No. All right. We're all taking one hit, so I'll do that off air as for of getting everyone else up. All right. Uh, can, I, uh, can I impose upon Dalgrith and or Nestor to check this cabinet for traps? Before I look in? Uh, I got you, Metra. Never felt better in my life. <laughs> uh, he's going to come over and check for traps. That is a 37. Does not appear to be trapped. Uh, you see, actually, atop the cabinet, six dozen or so silver plaques stacked on top of the cabinet. You look inside, there's nothing really of interest uh, inside, um, but you do see a chest under the long table. The plaques are these thick, rectangular like I said, silver plaques are about a foot square, an inch thick, and they're heavy, about 30 pounds each. If you start looking through them, each one is engraved with uh, astronomical symbols and numbers in giant, for those of you who speak giant. If you take a second to go through them, they're numbered 1 through 72. The chest under the table... Roll perception to see if it's trapped. I'm assuming you're not just going to pop open a chest. It's not trapped. Don't worry. Uh, it contains 20 bars of pure silver. Ooh. Hmm. They weigh about 100 pounds each. Whoa. Wow. Anybody have a praise? I do. I've got, I think I've got a, but yes, I do. I have a semi-decent appraise. Uh, that's a 18. 
Esther, you, your eyes like dollar signs come out like <laughs> a Looney Tunes cartoon. Uh, 20 bars of pure silver, 100 pounds each, worth 10,000 gold pieces. Oh, yeah. Nice. And that. Throw it in the bag. Is yep. what you see. I've always said a wondrous item was worth about 20 pure bars of silver. <laughs> always. Yeah. Yep. The old saying You've goes. always said that. I always have. Here we go. We almost got it put up. We almost made a sign to put on the wall of the office. Yeah, I was cross, yeah. I was cross stitching just to have that hoop on our. But then door. it was such a cliche that it's like we don't want to seem corny. Yeah. But then COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we put a blanket on the uh, symbol. <laughs> Can I just also <laughs> That's a say? Towel. <laughs> it's like a, a hand towel. It's a, it's a, <laughs> Retroactively, the stinking cloud image you found was really cool because it had this skull built into the smoke that was mm. neat and these particle, particle yeah, effects. Great graphics. Yeah. I've had some time. Um, <laughs> Troy, I can't help but notice that from where I'm staying on the map, I'm looking directly up to this passageway to the north. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I do have 120 feet of dark vision. Interesting. Well, son of a Von Druk, let me tell you what you see. <laughs> you look up there and uh, you see that the hall ends about, oh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, about 60, 70 feet or so uh, from the beginning of this corridor. It just ends in a wall and looks like it splits off again to the east and the west. Interesting. Dalgrith looks away from the pure silver bars to Nestor, and he's just like, if that's what they got in the front room, what do you think they got inside? It's tantalizing, isn't it? Just the possibilities. It is. (laughs) Do we think this is the front room? This isn't, or or is this some sort of, like, side door? (sighs) Have to be semantics, Metro. No, but it's, it's, I <laughs> just think making it's, a comment on the bar. You see, a, you see a concierge come around the corner. Uh, guys, the, the front door is on the yeah. other side. Yeah. You this can't is for deliveries only. Really this really is, can't, we can't have you coming in this way. This yeah. is the staff entrance. I'm so sorry. Can you <laughs> have go out the, around? the premier heroes fighting these low CR creatures? Please, please, <laughs> this way. Can you guys fly? Yeah, no, I, I asked because I want to know what we're walking into. Are we walking into like the front defenses, or do we sneak into this well, is like the right. actual like mini smithy? We didn't even have a combo up top. We went straight in through these doors. We could have gone in through the air vent exhaust places. We went in. We we made decisions. There at least were several entrances to this place. So yeah. it's interesting. Though getting it's get- funny you say that. What other entrances? I mean, I, I imagine mean, the, the if tunnel we was fl- brutal. If we had, fl- we could have flown around the perimeter of this thing. I imagine and looked for other places. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. weren't any right here, obviously. But yeah, the tunnel was the only one that I saw outside. Yeah, but you, you know, you you wisely knew that they had, uh, they were firing at you. There's no defenses. reason to think there's defenses. They got flying creatures. I think that you made, and there might be the same uh, decision people, your heroes would have made. People might be expected to arrive like from up top. Like to, there might be like a main entrance to the castle atop this 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 uh, this chunk of land that it, that flies on a helipad. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is what I can't understand. It's like, are we in the castle? I think we're underneath the castle. I think we're in the castle. Are we not in the castle? Is the castle like some distance away? This is impossible to wrap our head around because it was like this huge landmass that we were fighting just underneath the level of the castle. I was having a hard time understanding what we were looking. So the tunnel, because remember how I said that uh, I think a few episodes ago that it was like a rocky base, rocky base, rocky base castle, like it sits flush against the rocky base. The tunnel that leading up to these doors was kind of built into the rocky base. 
So it's hard to tell if you are actually in the castle proper or if you're beneath the castle. But we're definitely one or but like the castle isn't we can't be under the castle. We're either under the castle or in it. Yeah, you're either under It's not like further away. No, no, you're not moving toward it. Yeah, no, because when you look up, the walls of the castle were right there. Um, You're either under it or in it. You just, without looking at the blueprints, it's it's hard to tell exactly where you are. So, yeah, if we're not in the castle proper, we're in the basements or something. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking about it. The undertunnels. All right. Um, Oh, someone should look at these. Someone who can read should look at these plaques. Yeah, 1 through 72. Oh, yeah. Um, well, what about them? Yeah, just they have... Uh, who, who reads Giant? We all do. You all read Giant, yeah. So, Giant Numbers, 1 through 72, and astronomical symbols engraved all over the different. Um, I don't know if anybody has any sort of training in astronomy. Um, I don't think so. So, nothing is really like piecing it together. The number 72 doesn't ring a bell. Um but it's very particular, and there's none missing. You can go through it. One, two, three, four. All 72 are there. So They're heavy. They're 30 pounds each. Is there a check we could roll on the astronomy? What would that be? Now it's nature. nature. Mm. I have nature. Yeah, no. I would, I would say nature. I would even say arcana, maybe. All right, I'll roll arcana. For the nature, I get a 21. For the arcana, I get a 20. I got a 32 arcana. Okay. I can tell you, if you sit there and really study them and think about that, that the symbols are related to the stars appearing in the skies of Galarian near the horizon. Near the horizon. This must be, this is like some sort of navigation tool or something, like some sort of uh, celestial objects to aim towards for the Mm. castle itself. You Why don't we guess. take them? Then they'll be. Then they won't know where. Yeah, they then are. they'll be fucked, won't they? Which way's north? <laughs> Throw them in the fire. Hell yeah! Let's th- Set right. the kiln going. Burn them. Yeah, the are kiln they- explodes again. <laughs> oh, no! No! Why'd you open it again? Are they worth anything? Uh, yeah. You think you could probably sell these? This is like a, a giant relic. You know, these yeah. aren't like artifacts, but they would have value to collectors. Um, you can, you can give me an appraise for that. I'll do that. Ooh, uh, 20. 20, John. Uh, I can tell you they are worth... I just love the idea that what we're thinking of is selling these to collectors. <laughs> like, that's what we're thinking <laughs> Where of. did you find that? Uh, well, my parents are cleaning out the attic. <laughs> but when we bring this castle down... Or at least convert it to non-evil usage. Hopefully we'll bring it down right into the middle of a taping of Antiques Ooh. Roadshow. Exactly. I'll read straight out of the book here because I think it's interesting, especially based on this conversation. They're worth 150 gold pieces each in Ooh. raw materials alone or up to five times that to a collector of oh. cloud giant curios. <laughs> oh I'm telling you, this guy thought of everything. Uh, okay. So I guess it's is it curios or... I wonder if we're going to have to fly the castle at some point. Uh, yeah, bag. okay. That would be kind of cool if it was like we could hold on the navigation, to chart the course. Yeah, yeah. If you want to hold on to them. You guys are okay with all this weight, you know, because these things are going to add up. 
I don't know. Okay. I don't think we, so. We, well, we, I don't know. It's a bag of, yeah. a bag of holding is not unlimited. I mean, it has a no. That's but okay. it is. A, but it's a giant bag of holding. And we did clear out a lot of it when we went to. Yeah, right, yeah. Nothing to worry about. Stop the show right now. Just something to maybe some who, who wants to volunteer to be on a bag of holding duty just to kind of see where you're at. Everyone's pointing at Gramps. So <laughs> as the resident giant, Sweetums, uh, you will be in charge of that. So yeah, don't worry. I'll hand wave it. <laughs> I thought you would. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I've thought about it. I'm going to hand wave it. Uh, all right. I'm so charge, 72 right? 30-pound blocks we throw into this bag. and Let's just keep moving. Just yeah, we're good. Throw it on your shoulder, strap it to your back, and you keep walking. And then uh, double move, acrobatics, check, sneak attack. <laughs> Cartwheel up through Wait, the corner. Let's seven, go. 72. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Troy just knocked a piece of the set down. All right. Well, we'll never use you again. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, Dalgraith is happy to go ahead if that's what everybody wants and begin exploring again towards this corridor to the north. That is literally a ton. It's you know a ton yeah. of, of plates. It's not in the bag of holding. It's no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> All right, I'm going forward. Going forward. If I get stuck up there again, Metra, switch places with me. I can only uh, do that twice, t- two times a day. What? Uh, that is a 29 perception uh, for traps on the floor. Okay. As he's uh, walking along. You look ahead as you're walking along. I'll roll that all the way to the wall. You don't see anything. Okay. Uh, you also don't hear anything. Okay. He comes up to the corner and will stealth check, uh, peek around the corner. That is a uh, 25. Okay. Uh, you see the corridor extends to the west. And to the east. Okay. Um, any further? Uh, I can see 60 feet. Um, I haven't revealed it, but no, you don't, there's no uh, change. Okay, so it's just still corridor. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and reveal more to you just for your own edification. All right. But yeah, it just keeps stretching in either direction. You don't see anything. Metro will peek her head around both, both corners to see if... If she can see anything 120 feet away. I thought you would. Uh, All right. So to the west, you see that the corridor ends and turns upward. Okay. And to the north. And then to... That's the east, right? And then to the west, it stretches and opens up into another room. Hmm. Dograith looks at Metra's uh, look that says, what do you think? The west... The West. And Dograith nods. Step out. Perception check. Uh, traps on the floor on the way. Oh, over 40. Uh, okay. Yeah, you don't see anything. 42. Uh, okay. It's going to keep walking. Before we go forward. I'm sorry. That was a 35. I was giving my stealth roll for, instead of my perception. So that was 35 perception, and then stealth is a 33. Stealth is 33. Okay. He's going to actually... I'm trying to stick close to the wall here. The fog of war making it a little tough. But, uh, and so he'll get as close to this room as he can to, you know, without being seen. Trying to peek in. So okay. Go further? Uh, no, where you are, I can... Yeah, if you go right there, that's where the turn is. So you get right up to the edge of the room and you see two things of interest. First, you see the room stretches to the south and continues on uh, to the west. You also see to the northern part of the corridor a staircase. Oh, leading up. Oh, 
Right. And now uh, it looks like there's something on the map here along the uh, eastern wall right below Dalgrith. What does he see? It sure is. You see a bunch of things, and then you see a cabinet. Uh, on the eastern wall of the room, there are an array of three-foot-wide ceramic tubes that run from floor to ceiling. And then on the western wall, where that little shelf is, you see several giant-sized cold-weather outfits hanging from pegs in an open wardrobe. Whoa. Weird. Weird. Uh, And it's very warm the second you turn around the corner. The warmth is coming from the tubes. What the fuck? Check the pockets for change. All right. uh, (laughs) Quick perception for any sounds coming from around the corner or echoing down the stairs. Uh, that is a 33. No sounds. He's going to look back to Nestor and Metra and just give the nod to come to him. Coast's clear. And then he'll move into the room once everybody's up there. You move into the room, and it's incredibly warm in here. The warmth is, like I said, emanating from these tubes on the east wall. And, yeah, spiral staircase leading up on the north part, and then these cold weather outfits, giant-sized, leading there. Something about cold and warm. You would think at high altitudes uh, it would be cold, you know? So maybe the cold weather outfits are there to protect them, and also this warm room is there if the altitude bothers people. Um, these aren't like oh, frost giants. I guess, are these ceramic tubes just heating? heating? Is it like steam in there or, or hot water heating? Hot oil, interesting. Steam heat. Yeah, um, the ceramics. Can, can I go and touch one of the things without, you know, get close to it to see if it's hot, piping hot? The closer you get, the warmer you, yeah. it is. Yeah. Right. Uh, can I, Dalgrith, a look around the corner uh, here beyond the bookshelf? The same direction as the stairs, but seeing if there's anything around that corner. Okay. Uh, you look around the corner. I mean, how cool is this? <laughs> this dungeon cool. is just so it's different. Terrifying. Uh, you see that it, uh, about 70 feet or so, so well, 60 feet, the extent of your vision, it ends and turns north. Right. So, to the west, or back to the east, I'm not ready to go upstairs yet. Can we roll some sort of check on these tubes just to make sure they are what we think they are? I'll detect magic as well. Okay. Um, you detect magic throughout the room. Um, there is faint Magic emanating from the tubes, but nothing you can really get a grip on. However, you do detect magic um, coming from the jackets on the pegs. You hang out and really zone in. It's one jacket in particular. I go to that jacket. Go to that jacket. Keep looking. And finally, give me a perception check. Uh, 36. You go to the jacket. doesn't look different from any of the other ones. So you start rifling around, and in one of the pockets hmm. is a badge. Oh. Badge is emanating magic, and the badge just has, like, images of, a, of like, a cloud burst coming up and around. It's very ornate. Spellcraft? Yeah, give me a spellcraft. Uh, 22. No, 21. 21. You don't know. Can I roll to aid? 
Um, you can or roll a fresh check. Yeah. Fresh check? Or... Uh, I don't know either. All right. I'll put it in my pocket. I'll check it yeah. tomorrow. Check try again tomorrow. Oh, wait a second. Do you have identify? Uh, it is not in our list of consumable items that I wrote. Uh, so I don't <laughs> think we did. We talked about it. We did talk about it. Definitely talked about it. Hmm. Okay. Check tomorrow. Check again tomorrow. I assume we did all that healing, by the way, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to put myself up Yeah, at put full. yourself at full. Uh, all right. To the west or to the east. Under the stairs or over where we came from. What do you think, Baron? To the east. Back to the east. All right. Slowly back up. Baron is thinking... And it's mostly because they thought of everything. Troy said joy- joyously. He's wondering if we should at least, like, throw a plank or something across the door we came in through. Because if it stands to reason that they can fly around and check different posts, it would just protect our rear or at least give us some more time if someone tried to enter in from that way. Yeah, but now they can come. In, I think they can come downstairs in this set of stairs or... We're just vulnerable no matter where we are. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea, Baron. I just can't imagine what we can... Uh, 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 you know, a, a plank big enough to bar the door. I can't imagine it. How would you carry it? I'd be more afraid of a plank that big than any giant I could think of, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you want to head back to the east? Or are you heading back... Uh, Stealth group? Yeah. Uh, we can, we can Wait, you, you definitely... That, that hallway to the north, uh, underneath the staircase, can we just, should we just take a look make sure it's not just like a dead end? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I asked Barber. He said, go east, bro. If it's just around... The, I thought that uh, on the west side, that ended. If there's something to check out around There's the still corner, stuff to check out. We should there, peek but. around this corner. Yeah. Metro will peek around this corner. Okay. Um, Dollars goes further. Is anybody else heading with there? Or you guys yeah, stay back? Come, yeah, I come too. We're basically there. Unfortunately, at that moment, oh boy. Oh, no. when the four of you... Well, I did not go there. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was all the way to the east. <laughs> I started walking back when Metro changed her mind. <laughs> were you waiting until I said that? Or were you no, I literally... Somebody else moved my pawn over there. I, did I, not. I, I moved his pawn. Okay. Yeah, I did not. I, I, I was like... I saw your body go over there. So. Sadly, uh, Baron has pot committed you to this trap that just went off. You're kidding. No, Seriously? I'm not kidding. About the trap. I am kidding. About it affecting Dalgrith. But at that moment... Cold ice rains down upon Nestor, Metra, and Baron! Then we'll see you next week. Oh, I knew it was coming. Why did you make it start so You're as cold as ice. You're as cold as ice. Cold-hearted bastard. Willing to sacrifice our love. There's a rain of ice in your heart. <laughs> The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.
On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.